0: Today's episode is titled, Create a Magical Healthy Life. Teresa and I are speaking with Magic Barclay, who is a survivor and single mother of two. Magic has faced death several times and now firmly believes that you can acquire health by treating the root cause of illness. Magic is also the host of A Magical Life, Health, Wealth, and Weight Loss, podcast. You can find more information at holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. Listen in.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast.
0: Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou
1: and I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Well, hello, magic, and welcome to Earrings Off. Hello, and thank you for having me. (laughs) For sure. I'm excited about the conversation. So we're going to get started. We're going to jump right into the question. So I want you to tell me, and I'm going to use the acronym. um, What is the P N E I? Of trauma.
2: Wow, I love the PNEI, and you know what? It is psychoneuroendoimmunology of trauma. And I first read about it when Dr. Gabor Mate put out his book "When the Body Says No." So I read that, Ooh. and he mentioned it, and I thought that makes a lot of sense. Someone with a lot of childhood trauma would later on develop autoimmune or multiple autoimmune, which we call polyautoimmunity. And it basically starts with the P, which is the psycho. So it's the feelings. It's the emotions that you attach to a traumatic event. Uh, It can be acute or it can be chronic. So acute is your house got robbed and it was traumatizing. Chronic is like childhood trauma, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, you know, issues with illness throughout your childhood in the family or divorce or, you know, anything like that. So it starts with the P. And then it goes to the end. So when we think and feel things long enough, the nervous system has to jump in and carry those messages because it's a feeling of not being safe. And our body wants to be safe the whole time. So we think things, body doesn't feel safe. End jumps in. We get either sympathetic dominance, which is kind of being like stuck in that fight, flight, freeze, fade mode permanently. Uh, or we can get things like nerve pain, fibromyalgia, things like that, and we can't really work out where that's come from. But it's a down the line thing; it doesn't just happen. Now that all happens long enough, the E jumps in, which is your E is your endocrine, so your hormones. And you know we can see this in a really quick example of you have to give a, a talk to maybe a thousand people, right? You don't like talking in public, so. I don't like talking in public is the P. Then you start to get tingles in your hands and feet. That's the N. And then all of a sudden you get this hot wave and hot flash and you're sweaty and you're clamming. That's the E, right? So your hormones will jump in to make you feel safe. Right. So This is where we see hormone fluctuations. Now, all this happens. And, of course, down the line we get the I. So the immune system says, you didn't think you were safe, then you had some pain, well, that's not safe, and then your hormones changed and that's certainly not safe, now I'm going to flatten you. So when someone's going to give a talk, for example, you know, they can think and feel something, get a bit of pain, get hot and clammy, and then all of a sudden they come down with flu-like symptoms the day before Mm. or the morning of the talk. Why? Because the immune system is trying to keep you safe from a threat, a perceived threat. So when we're looking at trauma and we're looking at childhood trauma or just lots of acute trauma, any kind of trauma, this PNEI jumps in Mm -hmm. to keep you safe Mm -hmm. and it ultimately ends up in autoimmune or polyautoimmunity. So Mm -hmm. it's a brief example of what the PNEI is and it's something that we really don't know enough about yet um, certainly you know my doctor has never <laughs> mentioned it to me and so it's something I've thrown myself into learning and now I teach practitioners what it is mm-hmm. tools and techniques to stem that off to make it kind of not take over and I think we all need to kind of know that no body system works alone and the PNEI is a perfect example It's four systems of the body all working together to keep you safe.
1: Mm. Mm. Okay. Interesting.
0: So, um, Magic, you talked a bit on your um, website about you being a single mom and you know the fact that you ended your marriage. So, how do you learn to love yourself after divorce and trauma?
2: Wow, great question. That is a long road. That really is. You know, when I first left, it was for our safety, mm. and then I realized. That wasn't what it was about. It was about me losing myself. And so post-divorce, you know, I was being attacked on the socials and everywhere. I was, you Um. know, just being humiliated in public nonstop because it made someone else feel better. And that shouldn't have mattered. But it did because I didn't love myself. I didn't even know myself. You know, for years during the marriage, someone would say, Magic, who are you? And I'd go, well, I'm a wife and I'm a mom and my a daughter and I'm a friend. And I'm a neighbor and I'm a boss. And... But who are you? I don't know. And that was the biggest thing. The attacks post-divorce hurt more because I didn't know who I was. So coming out of divorce, the biggest thing you can do is work out who you are. What is your hill that you're going to die on? What do you stand for? What do you, we call them golden values. What are your golden values? So for me, health, nature, and my family are my golden values. So once I started really focusing on those and loving those three things is loving me, that Mm -hmm. was kind of my way out. So, you know, post-divorce, the thing I can really say is you can't love yourself till you know yourself. Mm -hmm.
1: How does, I'm going to go back to um, the body, right? How does understanding the body systems help you to understand a diagnosis? Well, a
2: diagnosis is a label, Mm -hmm. right? So it's an idea of what might be happening and new diagnoses come every day and you can see five different doctors for the same thing and they'll give Mm -hmm. you a different label. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, no, it's menopause, oh, no, it's, um, it's stress oh no it's this oh no it's that okay but what is actually happening in the body is what's important Mm -hmm. so this is where knowing the body systems comes in so your listeners can't see me but i have lymphedema under my neck now what is lymphedema well it's a collection of waste that is trapped so that's the lymphatic system is not flowing like it's supposed to taking waste out right but it is also the digestive system not working properly because that's where some of the waste comes from. It's also the neural system, so the nervous system, because, again, waste comes from there. Now, it's also the musculoskeletal system because when I work out, I produce chemical waste, which causes the DOMS, the delayed onset muscle soreness when you're working out, So that's waste. Every system produces waste. So it's not just my lymphatic system blocked. It's every other system that's funneling waste to a blocked system. So understanding all 13 systems is really, really important. You don't need to know what they all are, but just knowing Mm -hmm. that no system works alone, as I said before. And your diagnosis is just a label given to what you can see at the time. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So you can get a diagnosis of autoimmune, which is really, really common now, okay, or depression, very probably common, the most yeah. common diagnosis. Mm. But what's causing it? So depression, there's five types of depression. They all stem from different things. You know, some are gut, some are imbalances in hormones. You know, there's a whole lot going on there. Autoimmune, again, what has caused it? Is it just inflammation or is it the body trying to save you because you're stuck in a particular immune type, that's not healthy for you, or, you know, what has caused it, but the diagnosis is never about the cause, it's about the label. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. understanding your body is doing things, not because it's attacking you. But going back to what I said before, it's trying to keep you safe. That's the most important thing, the diagnosis, the label really doesn't matter.
0: So then how do you treat um, my immune system? Are there things that Should be avoided?
2: Well, it depends on what immune system you have. So there's Mm -hmm. actually five types. Mm -hmm. So we have our innate immune system, which everyone has, and that's all our barriers, so skin, gut, uh, blood-brain barrier, nasal passages, our private bits. Like there's a whole lot going on in the innate Mm -hmm. immune system. When we come across a pathogen, that has about three days to work. And that's kind of what it feels like when you get a head cold and all of a sudden you're stuffy and everything hurts and you want to lie on the couch for a couple of days and then you're okay, Mm -hmm. you're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you thought you were dying two days ago and now you're fine. Mm -hmm. That's your innate immune system working. And if that can't do the job, it calls in the acquired immune system. So here we sit in T regulation or TH3 and that's like the conductor dude, you know, in the orchestra with his conductor sticks I don't know what they're called but mm-hmm. anyway he sits there and he says okay you've got a pathogen the innate immune system didn't work too well or it couldn't do it so I'm going to send you to th1 that's uh, characterized by pains aches fevers sweats clamminess fatigue you know that's like when you get the flu and you think wow my hair follicles hurt my knees hurt my feet hurt my fingers hurt, everything hurts That's Th1 doing its job. Now, after that, you're supposed to jump back to Th3. And when we get pregnant, we have to be able to carry something that is not normally in our body. So we go to Th2. The parasites drive Th2 as well because they want us to be alive and they want to stay alive. And uh, certain medical procedures drive Th2 as well because otherwise they wouldn't work th2 is the opposite to th1 so th1 breaks things down has to break pathogens down so it can break you down too and th2 builds things up so we call it anabolic and that's so that we can carry a fetus to term or it's so a parasite can do what it wants to do in our body otherwise we'd break it down so after being th2 you jump back to th3 now An offshoot to TH1, I know this is all sciencey, I'll bring it back to (laughs) something that you'll all get in a minute. So an offshoot to TH1 is called TH17, and that's our broken barriers, so broken innate immune system. And that's characterized by things like eczema, um, brain Mm. inflammation disorders like Parkinson's, MS, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. it starts off usually as a leaky gut because that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest barriers that we have. So here's where people get a lot of autoimmune, and that's because the immune system has broken barriers, undigested proteins are leaking all through the body, and the immune system has to seek those proteins and destroy them. So it's another breaking down system. So back to your question (laughs) about, you know, we, we talk about superfoods and is this healthy for my immune system? Well, it really depends on what type you're in, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: right? So I was stuck in Th2 for a long time, and I couldn't understand why coffee made me want to almost go into a coma, and I've always hated chocolate. Well, guess what? They drive a Th2 system, so that was my body going, Really? no, don't do that. I have a friend who's stuck in Th1, and every time she eats beans and legumes, She gets sick. She had some sort of inflammatory process going on. And she says, oh, my arthritis is ramped up. Why? Because they're not good for a TH1 system because they drive TH1. So that's kind of how this all works. Certain foods, certain superfoods, certain supplements drive some of these immune systems and can make us feel worse. So there's no one-size-fits-all of mm-hmm. this is good to eat for your immune system right. or this is good to take because it really depends on where you are at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is such good information, man. I mean, okay.
1: um, yeah. so the THs, where, yeah. where can we learn about those? And are, is there a test for them? No, there's no test. It's basically... A
2: practitioner that knows about them just needs to ask you the right questions. And there's a lot of published medical journals out there that talk about all of this. And, it, I mean, it's quite dry reading, but, you know, if you want to learn about it, you certainly can. Uh, but a lot of our practitioners, or in fact all of our practitioners are well-versed in it, and we have a network of about 100 practitioners worldwide that know all about this, have learned all about it, and. You know, they're really your first port of call.
1: When you say practitioner, are you talking about naturopathic doctors?
2: No. So we're not naturopaths. We're functional Functional uh, medicine.
1: Yeah, functional health, functional medicine practitioners. I got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. What medical or pathogenic interventions can destroy an immune system? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Short answer a lot. So, antibiotics are
2: pretty much terrible. And the reason is they kill bacteria, mm-hmm. right? But not all bacteria are bad. So, right. when we're looking at pathogens, you have viruses, bacteria, and fungus, the big three. Now, they all keep each other in check, and we need a lot of them in our body. Like I said, they're not all bad. So, if you take out bacteria, for example, with antibiotics, you generally get thrush or a UTI afterwards because that's a fungal load that's increased because the bacteria can't keep it in check anymore. Mm -hmm. Same with if you take an antiviral, then you get SIBO or you get candida because again, they're flourishes of overload of bacteria and fungus. So the big three need to keep each other in check. And when we use anything that takes any of those out, we really upset. The functioning of the immune system because it can't work in an overload or an overflourish as well as it should. So that's where you see
1: immune responses to the pathogen that has overgrown.
0: Right. Mm. So
1: you mentioned something that I'd like you to expand on for just for our audience SIBO. Can you explain that one and what it is? Yeah.
2: So SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So you have your large intestine, which is your colon, which is where waste is expelled. And that deals with all the yucky stuff. Like we know what it does. You know, you peep, Mm -hmm. you poo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then you've got your small intestine, which sits above that. Now, this is supposed to be a sterile environment. Okay. The small intestine has its own little job to do, but waste is not supposed to be there. So when we have SIBO, bacteria from the large intestine have had to go to the small intestine to start doing the job that they should be doing at the large intestine. Now, not scientifically accurate, but it's the best way I can explain it. Mm -hmm. So what SIBO is, is the small intestine no longer being a sterile environment and bacteria have kind of created an overgrowth there. Mm -hmm. And this can cause its own issues because bacteria are supposed to be in a large intestine, and, in fact, we need them there,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: hence why taking something to kill them off isn't great because we need bacteria in our gut to make our neurotransmitters like serotonin to make us feel good, dopamine, melatonin to help us sleep at night. So when we kill off all the bacteria and we get SIBO because they're in the wrong spot, we're kind of not able to make neurotransmitters like we should And we don't have that sterile environment in the small intestine that we need. Thank you for that.
0: So, Magic, why is the lymphatic system so important?
2: Yeah, I love the lymphatic system because it takes waste out of the body. Okay, so the way I can explain it to you, you know, when you get headphones, those two little wires, you know, that you plug into the jack on your phone and you break one wire, the headphones still work, but only in mono, not in stereo anymore. Mm -hmm. So you can still hear. So that means you can still live with the sound, but it's not great. Well, your cardiovascular system and uh, sorry, not your cardiovascular, your circulatory Mm -hmm. system and your lymphatic system are like those headphone wires. If one's a bit jacked up and blocked, you're still going to be able to function, just not as well. So the lymphatic system works by sitting just under the skin, and that's where all our lymph nodes are. And in fact, most of them are from our collarbone up, but they're all throughout the body. And what they do is they channel waste around the body in a closed-loop system. Right, so waste comes from thoughts, feelings, chemicals, enzymes, hormones, uh, blood waste, food, things that you breathe in, anything, Okay. So this travels around in the lymphatic system alongside the circulatory system. So if you get um, like veins being blocked, it's called venous insufficiency, that can lead to a lymphatic problem because the two things press up against each other just under the skin. On the flip side, if your lymphatic system has a blockage, then you can get things like DVT. Um, you can get blood clots and things mm-hmm. like that. So the lymphatic system is really important because it keeps circulating this waste around the body until it can be excreted. So then taps into the excretory system, says, sweat this out, pee this out, poop this out, you know, whatever, get rid of it. The liver has spoken. This is waste. It's no longer usable. It needs to go. But the lymphatic system keeps it flowing, keeps it moving so it doesn't become sedentary anywhere in your body until Mm -hmm. it can't.
0: Mm -hmm. So Magic what started you down this path of this holistic your holistic journey can you share a bit of that with our audience? Yeah
2: sure look it was my own health it was years of feeling dismissed misled you know just unheard by doctors saying something was wrong and then getting told I was crazy and that all culminated with Couple of nasty diagnoses, one being cancer, and I went. You know what? There has to be a better way. I'm no longer going to chase the symptoms that I keep reporting. I'm going to find out what's really behind it. So I started throwing myself into all my studies of functional health and functional medicine, and really looking to address root cause. So, you know, here I am five years on, six years post-cancer, five years on in my business, wow. and, uh, you know, I just go, okay, this happened. What caused it? I think yeah. that's what we need to do with our health. Yeah. You know, you can keep treating symptoms till the cows come home, as we say here in Australia, Right. Mm-hmm. but you're never going to fix the problem. You really have to go for root
1: cause. Right. That I is agree. so
0: true.
1: Yeah. 100%. So, Magic, um, we've reached um, the end of the questions, but we'd like for you, to, um, if you feel like it, to leave um, our audience with some words. And But I would like for you to include in there about your books and about your show and how folks can get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: Look, the one thing I want to say to your listeners is... Nothing happens without a reason. I know that sounds corny, Mm -hmm. but, you know, my cancer happened for a reason or I wouldn't be on the road that I'm on now. Mm -hmm. My divorce happened for a reason or I wouldn't know who I was and love myself now. Uh, So nothing ever happens without a reason. Sometimes it's not always plain and obvious what that reason is, but don't always look as things are happening to you. Look at it as things are happening for you. Okay, so Mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest
0: thing. Mm, I love that magic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And look, it took me quite a while to learn that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I tell my kids that all the time now. Mm -hmm. So there's one thing. I have several books that have been published. One is still for sale. The others have all completely gone out of print now and been Mm -hmm. sold out. But there's one called Stop Being Fat, Love Yourself Skinny, and you can find that on Amazon and download it. And it's a weight loss book that's not really about weight loss. It's actually a weight loss book about finding yourself and learning to love yourself, and then it doesn't matter what size you are. Mm -hmm. So there's that one. And my podcast, it's called A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss, and Mm -hmm. it is on all major channels. And again, you know, we do discuss weight loss and different things there. But we also discuss wealth being like financial, personal, and emotional. And, of course, health, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Mm. So there are some things that we need to learn about. We see wealth as just how much money do I have. But your personal wealth is worth a lot more. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: That's right. So everything can be found, links to everything can be found on my website which is holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. And that's holistic with a W in front of it because my practitioners treat using holism, the whole of the body, all 13 body systems working together. So that's holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. All of our links are on there. Our blogs are on there
1: and podcast. Everything's up there. Very good. Thank you so much,
0: Magic. Thank you, Magic, because I like talking with you. Thank you.